The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. This is Coach Mo. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Coach Mo Fall here with the installment you've all been waiting for of Bring Your Soul to Work. I'm talking about money today. Money is the answer. So what is the question? So the question is always about how do I get ahead? How do I get my boss to like me, et cetera, et cetera? Well, you might think that money comes after all of that, but here's the reason why I'm putting this question together in a weird way. Your own personal vibration equals your money vibration. So I'm talking about bringing your soul to work all the time. I'm talking about building up your your inner sense of who you are and your God-given, energetic, soulful self and building that up and crafting that in such a way that you're as successful as you can be in your chosen career or and that you actually craft your career around that version of you. If you're an engineer, an accountant, an attorney, a marketing executive, sales, et cetera, no matter what you do for a living, when you join your soul and who you are at that deepest level with what you do, you are going to be more successful. You are going to be happier. You are going to be lighter. You are going to have an attractor pattern in the world that brings toward you wonderful, beautiful, people, places, things, opportunities, experiences. It's going to feel right, and it's going to feel really, really good for you. And when you do that level of vibration in your world, you will inherently attract more of positive prosperity, otherwise known in our three-dimensional physical universe as money, because you're going to be vibrating energetically at the soul level, at a place of that abundance and prosperity. So I want all of us on this planet to be vibrating and attracting at the highest possible level. Not only for your own good and your own soul's beautiful, joyful self, but also so it makes the human experience much better. So I'm going to break down today the barriers that most people have to living a higher, more prosperous life and career. And I am welcoming your calls today because this is always a very meaty topic. You can call us today at 815, or I'm sorry, 816-251-3555. But let me start diving in just a little bit. And then we'll be happy to take your calls. So how we approach and how we treat money 100% of the time 
has to do with our conditioning and our programming around it. So many of us were taken down the road of money with money is the root of all evil. Money doesn't grow on trees. If I had enough money, uh, I would. Like it's always about if I did, meaning lack. Money doesn't grow on trees is the, is the root of all scarcity. And money being the root of all evil is like saying that um, it's, it's the opposite. Money is the root of all philanthropy. Money is the root of all beautiful, wonderful uh, buildings and, and, and structures in the world. Money is the root of all prosperity. What we've tended to confuse things with are the people who have money. And you know what? You don't have to be a 100% perfect, wonderful, loving creature to have money. All you need to do is feel that you're worthy of it. So you could be an evil person and feel worthy of money and have lots of it. And you can be a lovely, beautiful, generous soul and feel worthy of money and have lots of it. You hardly ever can be a wonderful, beautiful, generous, glorious soul and not feel worthy of money. But most people walking on this planet have been conditioned to not be worthy of money. And it is in conflict with how they feel about themselves at a deep level. It's in conflict with their soul's glory. It's in conflict with the prosperity consciousness of most higher evolved belief systems. Unfortunately, so many religions and, and so many people out there have gotten so negative about money. So we have this inherent fight at our subconsciousness about whether money is good or not. And I talk to literally thousands of people on my clarity calls every single year. And I hear all the time, I don't really go after money. It's not important to me. I hear that from people who don't have money. From people who have money and have had some success in their careers, but they want more. I hear things like, I don't know how to move ahead. I'd like to have more skills and techniques and strategies so I can take it to the next level. Or I feel that if I take it to the next level and make more money, I'm going to lose my family and I'm going to lose my free time. So sometimes having additional prosperity can be scary also because we think we have to trade time for it. That is another myth trading time for money. Now, if you're an hourly worker, of course you're trading time for money. But what you want to do is you want to trade that type of work for work that rewards you for your contribution. And so there needs to be a strategy that elevates you for greater contribution. If you're currently the one who's doing the actual work at your workplace and you're responsible daily for the work, you're going to make so much money. If you're responsible for people who do the work, you're going to make more money. If you're responsible for people who are responsible, you're going to make more money. And as you go up the scale of the org chart and the pay chart, your responsibility, your influence and impact gets greater. When you're doing one thing, you can only do one thing. 
That's the lowest level of pay in any organization. If you're overseeing five or 10 or 15 or 20 people doing one thing, you're actually able to have influence over those five, 10 or 20 people. Greater influence, greater money. If you're responsible for five people who have 20 people, you're now at a greater level in the org chart, more money. So here's the thing. If you're an awesome person who continues to grow, when you have responsibility for those five managers who each have 20 people underneath, it's your job as an awesome person to leverage those five people to leverage their 20, which is 100, to do the work. You're no longer doing the work. So now you have the ability to make choices about your time. But you have to be the type of person who can leverage that influence and impact. So you have to grow as a person. This is the number one barrier between people who don't have what they want and money and those who do. So the work I do with my ladies in my kick-ass workshop is to help them attain a level of being that they have the power and influence to be at that level so they can advance their careers and have greater influence and impact. And when they get their soul really vibrating high, they're an awesome individual, their soul is shining, and now everyone wants to be like that person. Because when your soul is shining, you're attractive, you're radiant, you're energized, and you're feeling light. And making decisions about where you spend your time and what you do is easy because you're in alignment and you're powerful. And therefore, you are attracting at a higher level of money. It's really as simple as that equation. However, it means you must take responsibility for how you think, for how you feel, and how you conduct your day. Because when you do that, when you take responsibility, when you are the cause of your life, you will rise up in your career and in your money. When you stay at the level of being the victim of life and life happening to you, you're going to be in scarcity. You're not going to have money. You're not going to feel confident managing it. And it's not going to come your way. You're going to repel it. So I'm here to help you understand how you can raise yourself up and be a better attractor for money. But there's a, a wonderful, wonderful phrase that comes to us from the Bible, prepare ye the way. If you haven't prepared yourself to receive more money, you are not going to be able to attract it. So there's all these pieces that you got to get going on. If you would like to work with me, talk with me, or talk with my team, probably have a, a better chance of talking to my team, I do offer a free clarity call, talk about your career, we're going to deconstruct it, see what's going on, see what's happening. And if what's going on and it's not working in your way, if that's the stuff I fix, we might be able to work together. To do that, you can log on to mofall.com slash give me clarity. And if you haven't seen my master class, my five shifts to bring your soul to work, to land your dream job, check that out at mofall.com slash master class. I also go live on Facebook at Coach MoFall on Facebook. I'm all over social media. So finding inspiration 
and avenues for helping your life all available free in social media. You can find me anywhere by Googling Mo Fall, Coach Mo Fall. So let's take a few calls on money. You're going to ask me a question. I'm going to say the answer is money, but I'm going to help you through these issues and through these times. So let's go ahead and take the first caller. Is it Christine Dahlberg or Chris? Let's go ahead and take you. Let's see. There we go. Is it Christine? It's Christy. Christy. Okay. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, that was not convincing at all. So let's dive into what's going on. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know where to begin. That's probably the part, the biggest part of my. What, uh, what stimulated you to my, call? What's going on that said I got to call Mo? I want to want to talk about this. What was what was that stimulus? Um, I, I want to feel more, uh, connected again. I used to have a job that was, uh, relatively connected. I mm-hmm. would go to commercial buildings to find out what their fire susceptibility was and see how things were made and got to meet all kinds of very interesting, loving people. And, um, I wanted to... I know a big portion of me wants to get back into that, um, mm-hmm. and I'm having what got what what got you out of it? What 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 went on there that broke that down? I was um, trying doing the best that I could. I was meeting my goals and making um, making my um, making my bonuses. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't seem to be enough for my boss. And I was very grateful for what I had. Um, and there was other things going on in my life, too. But I ended up, um, you know, there was a lot of anger going on within me that, you know, everything that I'm doing and everything that I have put into it, and it still didn't seem to be enough for any of them. And yet I was... My on time was there. My productivity was there. I was. I what was the anger about, Christy? What was going on there? That I wasn't good enough. Uh-huh. Every, even though I was making all my all my uh, deadlines <clears throat> and getting bonuses, yeah. that somehow you, you weren't really believing the output, huh? You weren't really believing the evidence. Something inside of you was still feeling less than. Was it me feeling that, or was it a was it them? I mean, because they were projecting it quite quite well. So, uh-huh. well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, me, or, or if I was just reacting to them, or if it was both. Okay. I or want me. you to I want you to listen very carefully because I have the exact answer for you. It may not feel right for me to give you the answer, so I want you just to be an open-hearted, open-minded person right now. Okay. We are always the cause of what's going on. This is a concept that a lot of normal people walking around this planet have not gotten used to, partly because of how we were raised, 
partly because we're in a shift in humanity. And now we're understanding that we are the cause. So if you're walking around with a river running through you of I'm not enough, and you might not even be conscious of it, you have an attractor pattern of people treating (laughs) you like you're not enough. And the way we find this out is by being treated like we're not enough. So if we're being treated a certain way, what we have to do when we're on a path of growing is that we must look within and say, where is it that I'm playing that tape inside of me? Where is it that I'm feeling and thinking that way that that person is treating me like that? And we have to take full responsibility as adult human beings on this planet for us correcting our energy. Now, here's the thing. If we don't attend to that, if we don't address that, the evidence gets bigger and bigger from the outside because it's like the universe is trying to get your attention and says, Christy, pay attention. There's something in your energy. There's something in how you feel about yourself that's not cool. It's not lined up with your higher version of you. Pay attention, darling. And then you're kind of thinking, well, it's that person's problem. So you're putting that more of that energy out there. You're focusing more on it and you're getting more of it. And you're like, what? Why are you treating me like crap? I'm making my numbers on this, on that. But inside, there's a pattern of feeling that you are energizing and that that person out there is energizing to show you, to pay attention. But since you don't maybe know that, what you're paying attention to is how they're treating you. And you're putting more energy on that and more energy. It's like you're putting fuel on a fire that's burning your own house down. And most people don't understand how that's connected. And, and I do. I, and I, I, okay. I very much do. I had a long okay. standing of not liking myself. And, and I had really okay. done some big shifts within myself with okay. gratitude and positive mm-hmm. self-talk and catching negative thoughts and redirecting and so when when I'd already done so much work and was still, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was even, you know, directing good things to happen to her as well, my boss. Okay. Um, still, still not, still not out of the woods, huh? Still on the path, still needing to do the work. Well, there's other people in my life that constantly question me as well, and I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I, mean, I know that mm-hmm. they have their yeah. food. So what happens sometimes, Christy, and maybe this will resonate with you, what sometimes happens is that we do some work, we are making headway, and it feels like it's not moving enough in that direction, so maybe we lose heart a little bit, and... If we have collected people around us that resonated with that older version of us and we start to grow, but the older version of us people are still hanging around, energizing that older version of us, it's kind of like you're, you're trying to empty a leaking boat. So you may have to also do some work on reestablishing who you are to those people because if you're energetically shifting, but they haven't bought into that, they're going to keep energetically triggering you 
and all the good work is going to come backwards. All the good work backwards. <clears throat> yeah, work backwards. All the good work backwards. And I had, you know, done eight years of really strong um, power shifts, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been out of work for a while. Okay. Longer than I so, wanted to. Yeah. I don't need now. Now the desire and ability is lacking. I, you know, I want to get it back, but <laughs> you're in a bit of a hole. Is that what you tell me? You're in a bit of a hole. Mm, yeah. And now yeah. I have more people tell me that are in a bit of a hole. Okay. So you to need to make some decisions about what you want and who and who you want to be. And you need to care about that more than anything on the planet. And you need to commit to it to the level that you understand deeply in your own heart that if you love yourself and commit to yourself at the highest, highest level, that everything else that you want to go right in your world will go right. And I have so many of my clients, Christy, who say to me, this is my year of being selfish. That's how that feels to a lot of us who were raised to take care of others, to be the last one fed, to not be the smartest one in the room because then we'll be looked at poorly. So there's all that conditioning that is compounding our ability to put ourselves first. So, you know, when I was a little girl, one of the, uh, one of the commandments, one of the Ten Commandments really confused me. Love your neighbor as yourself. I looked around my religion and I didn't find any rules on how to love myself. Zero. Like, like zero. All the rules were about loving other people, but yet in the Ten Commandments it says love your neighbor as thyself. There's so many good, Christian, beautiful, lovely people walking on this planet having no idea how to do A. And they're putting all their energy in B. And then we have an empty cup. There's no way in the world we can love thy neighbor if we are not loving thyself. And unfortunately for all of us on this planet, a lot of beautiful, well-intentioned religions have pulled us in the wrong direction. So you've got to love yourself first and foremost because you ain't loving your neighbor when you feel unworthy. So you've got to prioritize that. Can you do that for yourself? It, it comes and goes, and yes, I've, I've really tried, but now I've gotten myself into a situation that's, that's making it even, you know, it's making it diff- I want to get out of this situation that's making it more difficult, and every time I have tried, I seem to get in worse. Is that a personal like, situation well, or a job situation? Personal. Okay. And, in my um, In my experience well, with working with 400-plus women over the past four and a half years, you've got to get yourself some financial freedom so that you can handle your personal situation. Because if you're being chained down personally and professionally, you're in prison, dear. So you've got to do what you can to start getting the money flowing. 
because whatever your question is, money is the answer. And I know that sounds like a weird way to say it, but that's so true. So you got to prioritize that. Taking care of yourself right now sounds like you've got to get the money flowing. And you just have to do it. There's no magic pill. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to take yourself forward. And you've just got to do that. If you'd like to get some inspiration, Christy, on my on my free webinar, on my masterclass, please feel free to log into mofall.com slash masterclass. I give you five shifts, lots of good information. Bring a notebook, take notes, and 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 go take action. Okay? I wish you all the yeah, best, darling. You gotta take your take yourself in the number one priority. Sit yourself in first class and take some action. All right? My action is what I've been having some difficulty with, but I know it's I know it's always been it. in me. You gotta just do it. You gotta just show up for yourself. It's for you. 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 Bring yourself back to center. Okay? Dive into anything I've got out there in social media. There's plenty of good inspirational stuff for you also. But get into that master. The master class is, is a 45-minute uh, free webinar. It'll inspire you. It'll give you some great Where stuff to focus at? on. Mofall.com slash masterclass. If you go to my 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 website, mofall.com, uh, I think there's probably a button that says, you know, see my free webinar, join my masterclass. It's a beautiful chock full of action items for you. Okay? Lovely. Yeah, Let me move on to Elmer. Elmer, hello there. How are you tonight? Tonight. Today. <laughs> hello, Elmer. Are you still with us? Okay. We're going to take a little break. Callers, hang in there. I'm going to be with you in one, actually two or three minutes. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to keep getting into this. Money is the answer. What is your question? I want you to jot down for yourself why you're worthy of more. Go ahead and do that, and we'll be back after the break. Why you are worthy of more. We'll see you in a few. for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. 
who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. You remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego, on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Follow Unity Online Radio on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with all your favorite shows. Become a fan by clicking the like button. You can join in with a Facebook Live event or just like and share our post. Be the first to find out about any big special guests that might be appearing on the air or any events at Unity Village. We want to hear from you. Make sure you leave any questions or comments about Unity programming. Thanks for listening. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Find the truth within yourself that heals, reveals, guides, and transforms. Tune in to Reverend Galen McDowell every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms. Take a deep dive into the practical aspects of new thought teaching, starting with forgiveness, spiritual healing, prosperity, and more. Reverend McDowell welcomes some amazing guests, and topics can range from reincarnation to the Bible to science. Big plans to join the show here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back talking money. Kind of dealing with the... uh, physical reality of a little bit of cold here going on, but we are rocking and rolling today on money. So I titled this money is the answer. What's the question? Um, Partly to get your attention, um, but really to understand how the energy of money and the transactional value has a energetic vibrational component when we don't have enough money, when we are focused on lack, we have lack and scarcity in our vibration. And it's up to us. We are the only person who can solve that energy vibration and take it in the direction more consistent with prosperity and abundance. It can be a sneaky little thing, like we heard earlier from the caller. 
She was doing everything in her head, everything affirmation, sending love out there, trying to do all of this. Unfortunately, there was still a river running through of scarcity and frustration that she wasn't getting hers. And this is such a common, common issue because all of us are raised a particular way and there are common values, common attributes to how many of us, most of us were raised. And most of us were raised that there's not enough. Not enough time, not enough money, not enough love, not enough appreciation, not enough recognition, not enough. When we focus on that, we stimulate the energetic equivalent of not enough. And therefore, everything is not enough. Sometimes I tell my clients to focus on how they feel about time as an, as an equivalent of how they are more than likely feeling about money, which is then more in line with how they're actually feeling about themselves. Sometimes we can't access this place because we've covered it up with layers of rationalization in order to protect ourselves from feeling crappy, we have layered rationalization over rationalization on top of how we feel. Therefore, accessing how we really feel about ourselves, and I'm talking about how we feel about ourselves, not how we feel about the people on the roads or whatever, although that's important, but I'm talking about the inner core you. When you feel you are not enough, you will see not enough in your world. And sometimes it'll be not enough time. Sometimes it'll be not enough love. Oftentimes money is right there going with it because it's all the same vibration, folks. How you feel about you is what you have in your life. So the only way to fix it is to feel better about you. You must put yourself first. You must fill your cup. You must fill your gratitude bin. You must feel your fill your awesomeness. When you fill that up, everything attracts to that. So knowing that, wouldn't you want to spend as much time as possible feeling awesome? As much time as possible in gratitude. Thank you so much for the blue sky, the green trees, for my blankets at night that are so comfortable, for those pillows. Thank you for an endless supply, it seems, of Kleenex to help me with my cold. Thank you for a team around me that loves me and supports me. Thank you for great, wonderful, beautiful water to help hydrate my body. Thank you for all of the abundance in the world. I the cars and the beautiful, smiling people who are all clothed. Everyone I see in the world has clothes on. This is so great. When we can bathe ourselves in that vibration, we then attract that to us. 
And then every now and then we slip a little bit and we might get a little frustration or a little this or someone throws us a remark or something doesn't quite go well. And it's another reminder. Oops, get back in alignment. Oops, get back in alignment. Oops, get back in alignment. But you have to make a commitment to yourself to be number one. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care how many spouses you have, coworkers, bosses, etc. When you commit to yourself being the most important person in your world, and yes, indeed, this is against probably everything you were taught growing up. When you put yourself first, that and only that allows you to take care of others. Like I said earlier in the show, that beautiful Ten Commandment of love thy neighbor as thyself gets a little confusing when you don't love yourself. I never learned that as a little girl. Yes, I had a mother who loved me. I had a father who loved me, siblings, friends. I didn't really know what that felt like inside of me. No one gave me that. So it's confusing. Now as adults, we have the commitment, the responsibility, the ownership of our lives and what it will be to put ourselves first. Let's go ahead and take uh, a caller and, oops, I think I might have lost her or him, him or her. Let's see. I'm trying to find you, caller. Hang on a second. I have a wireless caller from 707. Hi there. How are you? Do you have a question for today? 707 caller, do you have a question for me or are you simply listening from the call-in? Okay, perhaps you are just listening. Okay, so let's keep going on the concept of how we put ourselves first. Your best self has got to be your priority. And so sometimes when we have to create our best self, that might get a little confusing also. Here's the thing. Write it down. Commit to it. Be a part of the creating of who you want to be. Be a part of creating that. All right. We'll go take a caller here. Hello, caller from 404. How are you? I am doing great. How are you today? Good, good. Is this my friend, Debbie? It's your friend, Debbie. I have a question for you. Please go right ahead, Debbie. Happy so to have you here today. My question is, if you are energetically aligned and you're doing everything that you're supposed to do, everything, and there are oftentimes situations where people may be resistant to the work that you've done and the energy that you're producing, the happy person that you turn out to be, and money mm -hmm. is attracted to you and it is coming your way, mm -hmm. but they want to sabotage because they're not happy. What do you do in that situation? 
or they want to sabotage the money coming your way? What's the sabotage about? Yes, yes, yes. She is so happy. She is so full of love and energy, and everybody likes her, but I'm not feeling that way. I'm not happy like she is. So what can I do to prevent or try to stop her from enjoying money and downplaying the happiness? Who is she? She Is she you or is she the sabotageur? She is me. Uh-huh. So... I'm vibrating at a higher alignment. I'm doing awesome, fantastic. Everybody that I meet is embracing and they're giving me money. Mm-hmm. And so, but there are people out there that are upset for your success and they want to how, sabotage how, it. How is it that they're getting your attention? How is it that they're getting your attention? Your attention. How is it that they're getting my attention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good Hmm. question. Hmm, how is it that they're getting your attention? Hmm. Am I allowing them to impact my attention? uh, Here's the thing, Debbie. The way you asked the question, it sounded like you were pretty committed to that's what reality is. I'm doing everything. I'm doing fine. Money's coming my way. But there are people out there who are ready to sabotage me. It sounded like there was a pretty strong commitment to that reality. Could it be possible Hmm. that those people don't matter? Could it be that anyone out there who has feelings like that, you're Teflon to them because you're vibrating at a level they can't even see you? Sometimes we're committed to a dastardly plan because that's how we were raised. Better not make too much money. People are going to get out to get it. I have another client that said the same thing to me. I never wanted to have that fancy car because I didn't want people to judge me. Who's judging who? Oh. Oh, Now that you put it that way. Huh. Hmm. 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 See, the interesting thing is when you're on this path and you've done such great work and you've gotten to a place where you're feeling pretty in alignment with your highest self and your soul is shiny and you're feeling abundant and happy and grateful and awesome many, many minutes of the day, you have the opportunity now to really get to the root of some things that are still hanging out there because this this whole path thing is a lifetime's journey. And there's things now that you have access to to clear out of your garden that you didn't have access to before. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I know that's going to be like two pages of journaling right there. Right. Here's the thing. Folks. It is, and 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 so I, I I guess I should have rephrased the question a little differently, um, and I probably should have used this as an example. I'm walking down the street, and I have on this, you know, I'm doing really well. I got on this beautiful dress, and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and someone just comes up and they slap you in the face. 
Who they slap they in the face? Slap you. Say they it. Just slap you in the face. Slap you? Who who they slap yeah. in the face? Slap me, the one in the uh, beautiful dress. Someone slapped slap you in the you. face, walking down the street. You're minding your own business, and they came minding up and slapped you across the yep. face. Yeah. That's pretty random. You know what? Because you know I what? Have, uh, because I what, have on a beautiful. What the rule book says when someone slaps you in the face? Slap them back. Uh, I don't know what rule book you're looking at, but that's not my rule book. <laughs> no, it's, it's turn the other cheek. Exactly. What does turn the other cheek mean? It doesn't mean allow them to slap the other cheek. It means look away. It means don't pay any attention. It means don't put any energy on that. That's what turn the other cheek means. If you think about it, if you're slapped yeah. on the right yeah. cheek, you're going to look to the right. It, I want you to turn left and look away. Look away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look away. That's so now, good. Now, as That's you're so looking good. away, you may go, am I feeling some... Lack of self-love about the fact that I think I'm all that and maybe I'm getting a little out of my alignment because I'm like, hey, look at me. Am I doing a little bit of that? Maybe. I don't know. Check it out. And then it's like, well, why do I have to pay attention to that? I'm not, I'm not that. Use it as a little radar screen. Yes, yes, yes. And then just look yes. the other way. The yes. meaning you yes. attach to it is what's yes. going to drive the energy of it. Yes, yes, okay. That's perfect. Thank you so much. You got it. I hope I'm that so helps someone for your else question. too. I hope it helps someone else. Thank you. Well, I want it to help you, darling, because that's why you called in. Take the lesson. Yes. Take take and appreciate, and allow that to percolate into the fact that you are worthy of a question. You're worthy of an answer. You're worthy of increasing your vibration. You're worthy of all the beautiful, wonderful things that are coming your way. What a, what a fantastic question. And, and so often on our path, we're doing all the right stuff. We're doing all this. We're doing all this. We're doing all that. Oops. Why'd that happen? I thought I was practicing all this stuff perfectly. It's wow. never over. Never. And when you're on the other side of this physical world, you may be sending some messages back to the rest of us, or I may be sending messages back down to you when I'm up there. Our angels, our energy, our source is always supporting our greatest good. What's the saying, Debbie? Everything always Everything works, always out, works for out for me. So when we get slapped in the face, the fact that that works out for me so perfectly is the fact that I'm reminded don't put meaning. Look over here. Great. Wow. What a brilliant reminder. That looking the other way may be saving you from something else. You might not even understand or know what that's saving you from. How many times have we heard stories of people who missed their flight when that flight was one of the ones that unfortunately crashed? How many stories did we hear about that with the Twin Towers when they went down years ago? Yeah, yeah. So everything always working out for me, as you know, is such a great way to kind of like tuck away in our pocket the reminder that the universe is on our side and always working for us and our greater good. 
the mentality that so many people have, God bless all of us who raised people and who were raised. Most of us were raised with the life happens to us. And that instantaneously and almost forever locks us into victim mode. So that victim mode is so insidious. It's like air that we're breathing. We don't even realize that we're breathing air every single second, every single minute of our lives, but we're breathing air. And it has oxygen and carbon and nitrogen and all these things. We don't even realize it. It's, it's, it's a part of what we know to be true. We don't even doubt it or question it. Sometimes being in victim mode is just as much a part of what we believe to be true, and we don't even realize that it's there. So life is happening for you. Every single thing is for you. Everything. It, it sure is. I just wanted to make sure I should have just turned the cheek, so I did. Thank you. I'm sorry that you got a little slap, sister, but let me tell you what. It brought you to the show. It brought you to yes. greater understanding and awareness, and that's yes. the beautiful thing. So, Debbie, thank you so much. You're you're so sweet and so loving and uh, winking and nod. I can't wait to see you in a couple of months. Uh, thanks thank for calling you. in today. Really appreciate it. You're, really appreciate you're it. You're welcome. So, you know, the interesting thing about money, folks, is this. It stimulates our hot buttons. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Kicking off the year here, I wanted to talk about money because it's like it's one of those juicy topics that people like, oh, money, I don't know. She's going to talk about money. I want more of it, so I'm going to listen in. I want all of us beautiful souls on this planet to feel the soul's beingness and be as I'm going to use the word greedy toward that. Be greedy to yourself to feel the love of your own soul. Be as interested in that. Actually, be more interested in that than anything else. When you are more interested in protecting how you feel about yourself, and making sure that you're in alignment with your highest you, when you are protecting that with everything you've got, when you get slapped in the cheek, reality or figuratively, turn the other way because you want to feel awesome and you're not going to let that wreck it. Turn the other cheek. Don't put meaning on it. Don't put energy there. Oh, but you want to. You want to, like, hate them. and You want to, like... What does that mean? What did you do that for? And why? Turn the other way. I oftentimes remind my clients to do this, and this is a big one. All of us have had the experience of driving by a traffic altercation on the other side of the road, or we have to swerve around it. I don't think there's too many people who come up against a traffic altercation and think they got to like dive in and crash their car into it. But oftentimes that's how we live life. Hey, did you hear that Richard and Heidi are getting divorced? Yeah, I did. And we get all into that. Look the other way. I have a, something going on in my family. 
some circle of something, I dove right into the drama. Dove right in. Yeah. I wanted a piece of that. Gosh, ever since then, I've had a cold. Huh. That's interesting. Hmm. Ever since then, I've had a bit of a sore throat. Yeah. Kind of knocked my immune system in the wrong direction. Kind of took me out of my best self. I'm going to tell them. All of us have the opportunity to receive the lessons, to take that for our own highest good. Because when we fall off of our best path, which we inevitably will do, we're built in such complex ways that we get stimulated to things. We get our defenses up. We get our primitive brain locked in. Or sometimes it's just as simple as being a little tired or a little hungry. And now we're in primitive brain and we're going to act out and react in a way that, what did I do that for? Oh, right. I was a little hungry. I didn't take care of myself. And that's what happened. I didn't get a good night's sleep last night because I've had a cold and I haven't really been sleeping that good. So I'm a little bit crankier than usual. That's what happens when we don't take care of the self. We are not our highest version. So take the lesson. Understand that your best money comes from your best feeling of self-worth. So no matter what the question is in your life, the answer is take care of the self. Take care of how you feel about the self. And all good things will come your way. Because that self is your unique expression of God. That inner you, you know, the one that taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, pay attention. That is your unique expression in this world, expressing your godliness. Take care of him or her. Then you will have all good things coming your way. And we get the benefit out here in the unified pieces of God and all this great expression because then the entire world gets better, higher vibration, more loving, more clarity, more joy. When your expression of you gets awesomer, we all get the benefit of that. Your inner circle does, your family, the people who live with you, your friends, they all get the benefit of that. Now, some of them don't want to come along with the ride because they're not on for that. They're not ready for it. They're not into that. Move on. Make sure that you are protecting how you feel about you. And all good things will come your way. I have a very unique way of bridging all of this beautiful spiritual 
truthisms into what you can do with your career and how you can be more financially successful. Bring Your Soul to Work to Land Your Dream Job is a free masterclass that I offer to those who are interested at mofall.com slash masterclass. Check it out. And if you'd like to really deconstruct what's really going on with your career and see if there's ways we can put that together better for you and move you much more rapidly to a better solution, I have the answer if it's the right fit for you. And you can talk to me and my team at mofall.com slash give me clarity. This is Mo Fall. I am your kick-ass career coach. Bring your soul to work every week. See you next time. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.